morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is Michael Rosso, and welcome to Film Photography Podcast, episode 248. This special bonus episode is also available as a video version on our Film Photography Project YouTube channel. Head over to YouTube and search Film Photography Tube and look for Film Photography Podcast 248. Please consider, while visiting, to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you for listening, and let's get on with the show. What show? What show? Hello, everybody. My name is Michael Rosso, and welcome to the Film Photography Podcast, the podcast about film photography. <laughs> How long have you been, like, going out of your mind here? Where, Seriously. In my life? No. Well, <laughs> I was talking just about during this lockdown, but... Oh. I mean, do you feel like you're starting to get a little eccentric? Um, well, the problem, you know, uh, well, talking now with, with me is Mr. John Fideli. How you doing? Yes. Um, and, uh, this is a bonus episode, a bonus episode because, bonus. you know, desperate times calls for desperate measures mm. and I want to stay connected with people and we're exploring new technology. So yep. while we're recording our audio podcast, we're using the old zoomy zoom to oh. do a a conference amongst ourselves that I hope to share. How's my hair? I didn't even think about my hair. Your hair looks good, John. I never think about my hair when I come into the podcast. We're not quite ready for live. No. Like live YouTube. I don't think so. And if folks, if you saw it here, like you see our shitty background, but if you saw it here, we're set up, and I kid you not, like cardboard boxes. Cardboard boxes. Should I show them? Should I pan? I'll pan with the camera. Ready? <laughs> I'm going to expose you. Can you see that? <laughs> <laughs> now these are Ilford boxes. Okay, well that's different. And my other laptop Look at is this lamp. is on a <laughs> <laughs> And the other box is a Kodak oh, box. Christ. And you're you're you are on a uh Kodak Color Plus 200 okay, box. Well, we're in good company. This looks like my first bachelor apartment. <laughs> Yeah. You use, like, boxes for tables. So, you know, uh, we're attempting to catch up uh, to technology and to offer this also on our YouTube channel called Film Photography Tube. And then hopefully inching towards doing a a live YouTube, which would be a lot of fun, and I wouldn't mind doing it. And, John, like anything else, I, I, I truly believe it's what you get. Once you immerse yourself in it, and do it regularly, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Yeah, exercise, eating right, all that stuff. Yeah. Whatever, e- eating poorly. Yes, you know, whatever it might be. Once you get used to it, it becomes second nature, and it'll be fine. Yeah. Now, I will say on the video feed, I am, I am seeing the side of your head. You have to. Oh, yeah. Why? Not That's a, much. It's better. not a good angle. Just it's people looking at your ear. Oh, <laughs> uh, all that ear hair. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this is a bonus episode, bonus! and I have a, a series of bonus episodes coming up mm-hmm. that I'd like to inform everyone. Okay. Uh, we'll have our regular May 15th podcast, of course. Mm-hmm. I don't know what will be on that episode yet, but we're planning another episode with myself, John, and Matt Marash. Mm-hmm. 
And topics we didn't discuss last time were the FPP X-ray film, 4x5. Mm-hmm. It's going to be all large format stuff with him? It's going to be mostly large format. I mean, I don't think I can get through a podcast without discussing, you know, movie film. Of course not. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Matt is our FPP large format guy. Mm-hmm. And frankly, he doesn't get enough FPP time. Oh. Well, he's way out there. But now the technology is bringing us, us bringing us closer together. Yes, it's true. It's we can true. bring them in over here. As a matter of, as a matter of fact, um, I'm very aware of, of bad audio. Uh huh. I mean, I, I people watch spank the, you big time when. But your I audio watch the news sucks. every day, and I see lots of Skype interviews on news with, and the audio is horrible. It's like you say, whatever happens, you know, if you hear that over and over and over and over again, it becomes acceptable. Remember when distortion oh, in audio God. used to be unacceptable? Now, because everybody does it, folks, it's true. It's, it's just, true. When it's John just and the norm I, now. when John and I got into the the business, we wanted to make movies. I like to think we still want to make movies, but our goal was to make a movie. Yeah. And back when back when we were coming up through college in the eighties and then into the nineties, it was inconceivable to shoot something on a digital or video format mm. for broadcast. Yeah. Inconceivable. Just, it would never even be considered. Never. And then two films came out that changed everything. Mm. Number one, three films. Number one, <laughs> Blair Witch Project. All right. Number two, Last Broadcast, which was Blair Witch-esque. All right. And number three, which really blew it up, 28 Days Later. Oh, really? Yeah, that was digital, wasn't it? It was shot on oh. a uh, Canon... Um, Forgot about that. It was shot on a, a Canon... Yeah! <laughs> the, whatever the Canon equivalent of 8mm right. of was, was that, video. Was that tape? Tape. Oh. And I watched it recently, and it looks it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Looks crappy. Doesn't look good. I mean, it looks as good as it's going to look for that format. I think they did a wonderful job. Yeah. But it was a game changer because in the 90s, when John and I started producing movies that actually got broadcast on HBO, Showtime, titles will not be mentioned, mm-hmm. they were shot on film. Yep. I mean, we went out of our way to shoot 16 on, on 16 millimeter film because we felt we didn't have any other choice. That's, that's all that was laid down to us. And, at that time. Well, I try to stay true to it in mm. the film that you and I produced together, title not mentioned. It's a good movie. You shouldn't be embarrassed by it. But people want to research. They have the whole Google in front of them. Yeah, they could look I up. I guess so. The Google. Uh, but people uh, like Zach and other folks, once digital was accepted, I mean, they just... They it wasn't a right matter of shooting it. film because they wanted to shoot film. It really was yeah. a matter of... What is the cheapest way to do it? Yeah, exactly. And I don't need to shoot on film anymore. Nope. And the workflow was a little bit easier because you didn't have to send it out. But it's you nice know, to, it's nice to, to download have, it and edit it right there on the same laptop. It's nice to have nice audio. Yes, it is. So, but it's, it's no longer a given, though. So Matt, Mirage is all set. He has a, he has a recording little oh. studio in his house. Right. Uh, Owen... McCafferty uh, in Cleveland, Ohio. Matt is in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, Owen has a Zoom set up, so we're okay. we're ready to go. All right. Well, we can pipe him in. I'm sending right. Leslie a 
a Zoom microphone. Oh. So we could pipe her in. Great. Uh, because I think that you know, I like I like the I would like the quality to be as best as best as yeah. possible. Of course, because is so. But what we have lined up is um, uh, Matt Mirage. We're going to be talking about FPP X-ray film, and the great thing about X-ray film is that it's inexpensive, and mm. it gives a very different look to your. And you can get that developed, or you can develop it in regular. Uh, chemistry or it has its well own. we've been developing it in a the, the new d96 fpp d96 but it can be developed in other hmm. developers and it's listed on the product page okay. at, at the filmphotographystore.com but matt's going to give the review of it we'll talk more about it next time and we're also working on bringing in uh more black and white traditional black and white film for four by five. Oh, for four by five because yeah. i'm very keen on bringing film to people at a lower cost because if you invest in that's, the that's your ma- mantra if you invest it? in the 4x5 mantra? camera <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't want to spend lots of money on films i mean you want to you want to get the groove of it before you invest in like the expensive color film. you don't want to learn on you know ten dollar right. a shot and then speaking of the fpp d96 uh the D96, uh, Matt's going to be reviewing that as well. Okay. Cool. So tr- what are we going to do here today? <laughs> You're like over there, and I'm over here. You got letters? Uh, got uh, listener letters? I'm trying to find an email because we are talking about uh, D96, mm-hmm. and it turns out that many films... Uh, actually are developed look better in D96. Oh. It's a film for motion picture. It's a film developer for motion picture films. For like and, 50, and what, what's the motion picture film that you, you sell? Uh, X2, which is right. Eastman Double X. Right. So last week, Lomography released a new film called oh. Babylon 13. That's interesting. It's an ISO 8. What? Black and white film. Inspired by you, by bet. Oh, <laughs> what was the lowest ISO they ever released? Come on, this is the lowest ISO Lomography ever. has ever released. In, and if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody, po- uh, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. I'm in that. Uh, I think this is the first low ISO film, single digit ISO film for sure that Lomography has released. Do they have like a 50? No. Now, uh, yes, they, I think they used to have a 50. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was a red scale film. Probably. But I'd like to think that we all <clears throat> inspire each other. Mm-hmm. That's very diplomatic of you, Mike. Yes. If only if I were that way in real life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'd be like Mother Teresa. <clears throat> Folks Michael. listening, it's funny because John and I have such a, a, a relationship. It's almost like a marriage and sometimes I swear to God, I'm horrified <laughs> at thoughts. of how I snap at you sometimes. But you don't, you don't even pick it up because we're think, so, you know. I think it's funny because I, I know you. I noticed it when <laughs> Dave Northrup were outside shooting the 16 millimeter test for the Sonic film, and Dave was shooting, yeah. and I looked at his behind the scenes footage. And I'm like snapping at you, get, like it's just I was embarrassed. Really? Yes. I'm was like, was that bad? Uh, I didn't even know. Well, it's just you know, 
we all have to manage ourselves and be cognizant of our own shortcomings. True. And we all have it. Absolutely. You have to have the desire to, to grow. Yeah. To move forward. So it's taken me this long <laughs> to come There's come still up with time, that. Michael. Thank you. There's still time. Babylon 13, it's a new film. You get it over at Lomography. Go to the Lomography.com. It, they're taking pre-orders. Uh-huh. They it's, don't have a Kickstarter It's not for a it Kickstarter. It's just a, you know, it's a, it says, the email says, another surprise, Lomography film of 2020. They're calling it Babylon Kino, black and white. It says ISO 13 in the email, but I think it might be an ISO 8. I'm not really sure. 8. I'm not, re- I'm not really sure. Oh, but the reason I mention it, besides the fact of us giving props to the folks at Lomography, is that it lists D96 as the preferred developer. Interesting. Okay. And it's turning out that this developer, D96, is, is, as far as I'm concerned, magical. It's terrific. It works in a lot of different Film stocks. It does. We sell it in a powder that makes one gallon, mm. and you could you'd be able to process fifty plus rolls of film. Wow! From that one gallon, cheap. Yes. So we're going to do the special show with Matt Marash coming up. Mm-hmm. Owen McCafferty just did a new interview with Sam Sherman. Oh, no kidding! Yes, Mister Sam Sherman. This is before uh, face-to-face contact was prohibited, or he no, did he it just, over the phone? A phoner. Oh, cool. A phoner. And uh, Sam's going to talk about Eastern, uh, Eastern European cameras. That should be a very interesting show. Absolutely. So many cameras came out of Eastern Europe. Yeah. Post-World War II, Russia mm-hmm. went into Germany and basically took all... They took the plant. Yeah. The Leica stuff. That's why all the uh, feds uh, look like the Leicas. Well, Leica, I think, is still in Germany, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not really well, sure. Yeah. But I'm just saying, they stole the technology. All, or they stole all the cameras. I think they stole the technology. Well, I don't want to say they stole it. Hmm. I mean, they, they were entitled. It. I guess that's debatable. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have to let Sam. Yeah, let's, let's shed some light on it. But for for you know, throughout the 20th century, up until the birth of the internet. An Eastern European camera just wasn't accessible by an American. Unless never, you, even, never even heard of them. Never. Never, never even heard nope. of them. Unheard of. Uh, so we have that coming up. So we have a lot of bonus episodes coming up. Uh, and What are we going to talk about on this episode? Oh, this episode is just setting up the other episodes. Oh, this is just a commercial? <laughs> this is... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want to talk dressed up for a commercial. I want to talk about why these mm-hmm. extra episodes are happening, and the e- extra episodes are happening because of our new FPPP people, <laughs> okay. also known as super subscribers. Right. What I didn't know was that we had this set up on our site to donate, where someone can click donate and click monthly subscription, where they would give whatever they want per month. To the mm. FPP. The you dollar. had this set up long time ago. It's been set up forever. Forever. And For- you never even thought about it. I never mentioned it once. Stoops. So, and it's, it, it started with... Uh, a listener. Thank you, John. Whose name is... Uh, it started with... Uh, two people. <laughs> right? It was two people. No, it started with a gent in, uh, in, in, in uh, England. Jeremy. Right. It started with Jeremy North. 
like all of a sudden this it came in over the email i'm like what's this i went to it i saw oh my god jeremy someone named jeremy north is subscribing per month mm. meaning every month gives so i emailed him i'm like is this, <laughs> is this the jeremy north we know and love in england mm. how would he respond is. yes it is of course it is Oh, no, you have to do the Phil Collins. Of course it is. <laughs> Oi, who you think it is? Exactly. And I, I, I feel like it's a, like, I feel like I'm in It's a Wonderful Life, not that grim scenario. I'm not ready to <laughs> jump off of a bridge. This is when you come home and all is right. It's like, Jojo's paddles! <laughs> Everybody's coming in. They're, like, throwing dollars into the hat. Yes. There you go. Yes, I felt like because I I just keep my mouth shut all these all these years. We're just running so tight, hmm. just so tight. You just put your head down and working. You weren't thinking about it. Yeah, it you was just like, trying to get through the freaking day. When the gang comes in and we do the school donations, I mean, it, they have to be put up in hotels. There's food, hmm. you know. I mean, it, it just when we do an event, they're. The last event we did, we did, even though I think it was like twenty five dollar admission, it's still mm. a money losing, yeah, uh, a money losing event because yeah. everyone shows up, has a great time, but guess who gets stuck? Somebody's got to pay the bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everybody walks out and then they're like, oh, "Mr. Rasso, who's going to deal with this?" The thing is, I don't really care. Like, money does not run my life. I don't, you know, like what? people like my uncle Patsy would call me stupid. <laughs> To your face? Yes. <laughs> You're stupid, kid. Yeah. You're stupidest you care. nephew what I got. You got to care about the money. Uh, so I'm just trying to run a better FPP, a more funded FPP. And I didn't realize, and I had no idea that the folks out there listening care so much. Mm-hmm. So Jeremy See, started- that's the karma, Mike. You think so? Because you're not in it for the money. You're in it for the love and to, for, you know, moving things forward. And, you know, people respond to that. I don't know what I would do without film as a medium. Hmm. I don't know what I would do. I can't explain why film as a medium is so important to me. It's just your thing, man. Just my thing. And right. I think uh, people, other people who are into passion, uh, passionate about art, whether it's sound recording or sculpturing, you know, or collage, or painting, yep. whatever. There, it's the same thing for them. It's what speaks to you, man. Yeah. So, folks that are what I call super subscribers, and then in an email thank you, I tell them they're FPPP people. Mm. Film Photography Project Philanthropists. Mm. That's a big word for you. It certainly is. <laughs> I had to look it up. They uh, So, just since we last met, John... Yeah. Which was only a few weeks ago. A bunch of people have become super subscribers. Have become the FPPers. We have Robert Squire. Robert. We some of these names I can't. Oh, this one. Uh, some names I can't pronounce. Yorgo Dormamakos. Yorgo. Thank you. That's a great name. Yorgo D. What up? William Green. Thank you, William. Willie G. Elise Keeling, thank you. Thank you L-E-K. very much. E-K. 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 Uh, Catherine Moore. Kath. Uh, Andrew Bartram. Wow, really? Oh, Andrew, our good friend Andrew. Our good friend Andrew. Yeah. Another uh, classic FPP list. Yeah. Well, if you, if we you listen him, from... We met him on the photo shoots in England. If you listened from... Way back. 
if you listen from 2010 and before, you're a classic FPP listener. Yeah. Yeah, so, he's classic. Sure. Great guy. Mark Fole. Thank you, Mark. Mm. Yeah, we heard that name. Craig Dundee. Thank you, Craig. No relation to Crocodile. Right. So, short and sweet, if you feel like you want to get behind the FPP That's and what lot. we're doing. That's a lot of people. Yes, a lot of people. That's great. So, you could be a super subscriber, too. I haven't figured out what I'm going to do yet. Like, I feel like it's very, like, I, I feel driven mm-hmm. to pr- produce more shows yeah. because of this. And then I'm trying to see, like, what else I have, like, up my sleeve that I can come up with to make, to, you know, reward them. Because we're not, like, on a, we're not on a, mm. a, a organized platform of, like, a Patreon. Right. Patron. If you're a patron, you get certain levels, and then you unlock this or that. Patron of the arts. And somehow, folks, I feel that by telling you that we're going to unlock the student films that John and I (laughs) shot, that is not going to cut it. Let's go to our Instagram, which is Film Photography Project on Instagram. Although we're not live, I put the word out saying, hey, John and I are doing a show we're going to record. Do you have any questions for the Mm. FPP? And... Uh, the first question is from <clears throat> P. Wagner 66. He says, I'd like to know whether John, that's John Fideli, plays all the drum parts live on the Pink Delicate recordings and whether he used Pro Tools. Mm. Then he says, great drumming, by the way. Oh, that's nice, Paul. Yes, I've been having a back and forth with him on Instagram because I actually joined Instagram. And what I'm is your name on Instagram, John? Big Head Sue 2, T-O-O. Okay. Because wor- it's already a Big Head Sue. Okay. So <clears throat> it's, it's some woman with a huge head. It's a girl named Sue actually has a big head, probably. Okay. okay. I'm copping the name. Um but I responded to him and I, I that I did play all of the drums live. Everything was live, but I know every flub and mistake I made that I would go back and fix with Pro Tools were it a choice, but all that stuff was live. I will say this and John uh and Kevin Neblong were the Pink Delicates. Mm. They have two LPs out. Kevin's still putting music out. I want to spread the word. Mm. And he's on... SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah. And it's difficult to find. He doesn't promote it at all. No, he, he does no self-promotion. He's not on Instagram. He's an artist. He posts it. He doesn't promote it. He doesn't toot his own horn. He needs a manager. He does. He's, he's not good at self-promotion. I'm trying to help. <laughs> you want to be his manager? Someone sent me an email message said, "Oh, on this on episode it was really a long time ago. Mm. Episode da da da. What's this song? I listened to it. I knew it was a Kevin song. Mm. I don't know where I got it from. Mm-hmm. It was probably one of those because like every six eight months, Kevin will email me say, I here's a new tune. Right. It probably is on some old computer. Like I don't know what it was. Yeah. But I sent that listener to the SoundCloud page. SoundCloud. Yeah. Where you have all these newer songs that Kevin mm. did solo. Mm. So, but anyhow, the two Pink Delicate albums featuring John Fideli, what I noticed is that the first one, Who Stole the Quiet Day, is very, is produced so much better mm. than the second one. Why is that? The first, at, when the first one was done, Dane had his studio and Dane produced it and we were all hands on about it. And, when the second one came out, it was just piecemeal together, from, copped together from sessions from different studios. It wasn't consistent. 
wasn't the same producer and it was just kind of put together because by that time uh we didn't have a home to record in so home <laughs> home i have no home hunted despised living like an animal the jungle is my home I don't know the rest. They say, I will develop a race of superhuman that's, atomic men that will rule the world. That's Bela Lugosi from an Ed Wood film. Right. Yeah, I don't know which one. I could look it up. Uh, plan 9, isn't it? No, it's not Plan 9. And Martin, I only know because from the Ed Wood movie by Tim Burton, uh, it's a speech that Martin Landau does. Yeah. His Academy Award winning performance of uh, Bella Lugosi. Pancho Ballard says. Pancho! That's uh, our good friend Darren Riley. Darren. He says on, he says on Instagram, I would like to, to know, I'd like to ask you both what was the last record you listened to whilst scanning? Whilst. Oh, whilst. It's English, you know. Look at all these responses. Yeah, I answered that too. I, I thought that was an Instagram thing. I didn't know that was for this. It is an Instagram thing, but it is for this too. Oh, okay. Well, I, John, you, you want to go first? Well, I <clears throat> I sent out on Instagram a very nice picture of a brand new pressing of Yeti by Amandul 2. That's on splatter vinyl, 180 gram, just awesome. That I played over and over again while I had a very heavy-duty uh, scanning session last week. Um, I haven't been scanning, but I don't... I haven't been scanning in such a long time that I'm just going to say the last album I listened to whilst laying horizontal on my soft couch. <laughs> is the couch the, was scanning you. Is the Exactly. Is the new uh, super thick <laughs> uh, vinyl release of... Uh, Jaco Gardner. Right. Somnium. Ah. That I listened to because you gave me a copy of that. Yes, I did. And the other one, what's it called? Hypno something? Uh, Hypnophobia? Hypnophobia, yeah. Those two records are great. Yeah. Jaco Gardner. Right. J-A-C-C-O. Gardner. Right. Gardner. As in in Chauncey. Chauncey. Yes. Uh, let's see what's going on here. Uh, let's see what else is going on on the Instagram. Zoe Melf says... Zoe myself, I thought that is. <laughs> Zoe Melf. It says Zoe Melf. Z-O-E-Y-M-E-L-F. Zoe myself. I always thought it was Zoe myself. I've never... I always scanned it. A couple always, of stand-up guys weird. we're looking at here. Talking about us. Thank you. Do you plan... <laughs> do you plan... This is from... Uh, this is from... Da. This is from Big Rig Twang. Okay, that's good. Big Do you Rig plan Twang. to sell 16mm cameras in the future? Oh, that's a good one. Well, we're not going to certainly regularly sell 16mm cameras at thefilmphotographystore.com, but, and I know a lot of people are looking for these, I may sell my Canon Scupic 16mm camera. Why? Because you got too many? Uh, <laughs> because I have I have too many 16 millimeter cameras, and now I've pared it down to what like <clears throat> this uh, Keystone. Mm. Uh, I shoot with a Keystone. I shoot with the Bolex. 
and I shoot regular eight. So I have the Canon Scoopic. What about the Ari? Well, the Ari I'm keeping. Yeah. Araflex. Yeah. But because we got the Araflex up and running, and I have the Bolex, and I have the... I mean, how many do you need? So what I want to do is Not sell the Canon Scoopic so that I could buy more <laughs> more regular eight cameras. Oh, my gosh. See, now you're just shifting your focus. Yeah, so we're not going to carry them regularly, but we are going to, uh, we are going to, I am, you know, I basically, uh, I basically just put it in the store and then the money just goes into the FPP. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah. You know, so. But if you're interested in my Canon Scoopic, anyone, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Let me know. Right now, I'm looking at my cell phone. I'm going to see if anyone and Flickr. What? The Flickr. You, yeah. Do you go on the Flickr anymore? Uh, yeah, once. I once, still once, like the yeah, Flickr. Yeah, I do. I still upload all my photos for storage up there. I like the Flickr. Oh, some serious questions here. Do you think Uh-oh. COVID-19 will devastate film manufacturing and the analog photography community as a whole? No. No, no, I don't. I don't think. There's some long-term effects. I mean, I listen to news, and they're talking about nothing about film photography, but they talk about the long-term effects on businesses, yeah. that in the short-term, businesses will get through, but then once things normalize as best as possible, there's rep- still repercussions. Yeah. Like what? Like Market change. Yeah. Um, supply chain. Supply and yeah. demand. You can't get parts anymore because of this, that, the other thing. So there are many... That's there are crazy. many factors involved. Oh, Mike, I'm scared. Is this the beginning of the end? Well, as of right now, uh, companies like Kodak and Ilford, they had very short shutdowns. Did they? Oh, yes. they did have shutdowns. Yeah, they had very short shipping shutdowns. But uh, I know for a fact Eastman, Kodak, and Rochester, where the film is actually manufactured, mm. that is still operational. Brad Bull says, Will a CPL filter... Adversely affect the results of Lomo Purple. So, what's a CPL filter? Well, for folks listening, Lomo Chrome Purple is a uh, color, thirty-five millimeter and one twenty film made by Lomography. That basically is a faux infrared film. It gives you the same look of an infrared film with no filter. Huh. So, Brad, I'm with John. I don't know what a CPL filter is. I have to wait for Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Matt. I have to ask him next next time we talk to him. You're right. I don't know. But I don't know, Mac. The selling point of the the Lomo Chrome Purple is that you don't need any filters to get the effect. It's a beautiful film. I would say experiment. Ooh, lovely. Exactly. Put it on for a couple of shots. Take it off. Joe Jonas says. Eight millimeter film meant for flipping and cutting. Yeah, is that pre-cut in any way, or can you can you use it in some sixteen millimeter still movie cameras as is? Hmm, that's interesting. That is very interesting, and I think yes. So, yeah, for example, not? if you have the uncut, basically when you buy a roll of double eight, it's sixteen millimeter. They don't cut it till they develop it. Correct. So if you buy it. You could put that in your Minolta 16. Right. Be a hell of a lot of sprockets, because there's a lot of sprockets. Sprockets. But you could absolutely use it. But Joe Jonas, yeah, we are now selling Minolta 16 camera, which is 16-millimeter film, unperfed, 
So why that camera takes unperfed film? Well, the Minolta 16, ideally you want 16 millimeter with no perforations because perforations are not used to advance the film. Really? There's a little gear in the cartridge that advances the film. Oh. See that? Yeah. Making whoopee over there. This. <laughs> what do you got on paper? There you go. The emails? This is from Zoe myself. <clears throat> <laughs> no, really. My elf. Zoe me elf. Melf. I always thought it was Zoe myself. God, that's stupid. Uh, dear FPP, I have a lot of DED. What does that mean? Dead. Dead? Oh. <clears throat> I have a lot of dead Polaroid film on hand. I keep it around because I hope to play with it someday. It's unusable because the Polaroid goop has dried up. Oh. Do you know of anyone who sells a region that could be used in the place of the dried dead goop? Or possibly sources for recipes uh, we could use to create our oh, own goop. that's very interesting. You mean no to problem. almost like with a needle, like inject? With surgical precision, inject new goop in there. And, and all, How about just water, just and, to revive it? Maybe it's just dry. All, it just so on a Polaroid picture, you have a, a packet that when it goes through the rollers, it bursts the packet. Yeah, and it... it, it an orgasmic splash. Yes, it goes across your image and coats the image with the developer. Mm. It's a monobath, essentially. It's like, it's, uh, it's like developer and jam fixer. on toast. Yes. But in all my years of talking crazy <clears throat> about Polaroid, Polaroid this, Polaroid that, of all those years, I have never, ever thought about thought or received a question Tried of to how to reject because you know remember you get the dry packs yeah it's very disappointing we have a new letter from rudy from ireland mm. but, but before that john before you- i start that i just wanted to say zoe my elf said uh thanks a lot i've been listening since 2010 haven't missed an episode yet it's comforting to know you guys are out there especially now best podcast in the galaxy whoa long live the fpp uh, folks listening, I, I, I am humbled by the, the kindness. Um, I mean, we kind of just do what we do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm gonna kinda... but, the, but the, you know, sincerity and, and, and real care for what you're doing comes through. You know, it's, that's why it's so effortless with you, Mike, because you're not putting on airs. You're just doing what comes natural. Well, I, I think that's very important for any... Um, whether it's a not-for-profit organization who's providing a service hmm. or a business or whatever it might be, or like we were talking off-camera about My the alarm company. Dumbass alarm company guy who answers his phone like, yeah. If, if, if you're behind... He's not in it for the love of alarms and security. It's the it's the truth. And that's obvious. I remember years and years ago when a, a guy came and put a new hot water heater in my house. <laughs> John, I swear to God, I was watching him work. I was in awe. I had no... Because no, I have no skill. Oh. When it comes to like taking it out. Because oh, he was up. like using the blowtorch. Yeah, no. I said, soldering. I said, whoa. I'm like... I'm like... That's incredible. The guy looked at me like I was from outer space. <laughs> you probably thought you were hitting on him. Because <laughs> you saw the crack of his butt. Yeah, so... And the plumber's crack. That turns you on, doesn't it, Mike? Because, doesn't it, Mike? Because when people email, <clears throat> they ask very specific questions. One was recently about, hey, I bought a packet of D76. Oh. I want to make a gallon. Can I use half of it? Can I use half of the powder 
to, you know... Make a half gallon. Make a half gallon and then use the rest later. Right. And I pulled Leslie into the conversation on, online in the email because it's an excellent question. Hmm. And it has a very specific answer that is mind-blowing. The answer is you cannot mm-hmm. because in that packet... Of, we're we're going to talk about this when Leslie's here. Yeah. In that packet of D96 powder... There are other chemical compounds that interact with each other as powder. And that the, you can't separate. The distribution of the powder is meant to be mixed all at once mm. because if you mix half of it, the distribution of the various... It'll be off. Yes, it'll be off. And be we'll a not, little bit off. be a lot off. Oh, really? And that's... Huh. that's so that's what we offer the community. Like someone a- asks a question, we certainly don't know all the answers, but I can contact... You'll find out. If I don't know, contact Leslie. Contact <laughs> Matt. You're not on the phone anymore. You're not there anymore. Just don't touch anything. Yeah. <laughs> there you are. How's that? Good. My daughter's trying to FaceTime her friend, or one of her friends is trying to FaceTime her. I'll contact Matt. I'll contact Owen. I'll contact Leslie. I'll contact Mark O'Brien. Mm. Yeah. You got the distribution network. You got people. You got your people. Right. So that's what right? makes it wonderful. You know a guy. Yeah, that know a guy. You know a guy. Yes. I don't know, but I know a guy or yeah. gal. Our next so. letter is from Rudy from Ireland. Rudy Confell. Do you know that song? No, but I remember. By The Clash. I always thought the name of the song was Rudy Carfea. Because he says, Rudy Carfea. He's saying Rudy can't fail. They're talking about one of their ro- uh, roadies oh. that always gets them what they need. And what the is name his... of the song is called Rudy Can't Fail. What is Rudy's name? Rudy's name is Rudy Jackma. From Ireland. Where in Ireland? He's from Ireland. Oh, I can't even pronounce it. L-E-I-X-L-I-P. Oh. Lilip. Lilip is the X silence. What's Rudy have to say? Oh, jeez, oh, John. <laughs> no, don't, please. Not, oh. not the bad accent. Thank you for your informative email. No, all right, I won't do it. Uh, presently, we are here in Ireland in near complete lockdown. The government has passed emergency legislation that allows people that allows the police to arrest people who travel more than two miles. So he's saying people can get arrested who travel more than two kilometers. Oh, my goodness. That's less than a mile, less than two miles. Okay, that's speech. that's severe. Yeah. Uh, unless with special permission. That extends to people whose services are considered urgent. Medical workers, transport, transport of food supplies, supermarket staff, bus and train drivers, etc. The building in which I have a studio has been closed. That's rough. Blows. My income has nearly stopped. Ugh. Sorry, Rudy. Um, I hope to be able to get back to my photo <laughs> hobby soon. I will eventually require chemicals for film development. I believe that it is possible to ship it in powder form, right? Yes. To, to Ireland? Powders can ship internationally, yes. Not, not liquid. Not liquids. Why not? Too volatile? We do. We ship liquid. The, our liquid kit is our E6 color slide kit. We ship that to uh-huh. Canada. Uh-huh. No issues. Uh-huh. And I think we have shipped it to the UK with no incident. Really? We have not tried to ship it to Ireland. Huh. We can. It's part try. of the UK. It's part of the UK. We can try. Well, he's he's looking. Luckily, he's looking for powder form. So okay. he wants the D ninety seven, D ninety six, or 
D seventy six. D seventy five. We all hope that the U.S. government will not be too rash opening businesses in America. The outbursts of the president do seem a bit extreme. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, he is human, and he must be under great pressure. Do you ever consider that, Mike? Yes. The I, pressures I, that President Trump is under, or I, any president? I emailed Rudy back, and I oh. I complimented him. It's the first letter I've ever received who looked at our, a president, our president here in the U.S., from the perspective of being a human being mm. with some compassion. Oh. And the FPP is not... not we're not political. We don't right. talk about politics at all. And quite right. frankly, we don't care about politics unless it's some kind of outlaw on like Kodak products. <laughs> on D74. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard someone say that before, and I complimented him. Well, because it's... fact is, that man, and, mm. and don't get me wrong, when I say this or think, when I think it, I hear people screaming. Yeah. You can't even mention the president's name mm. without p- getting a very uh, big reaction from people. So if I say something like, he really needs a hug, mm. people get upset at that's me. A, it's a very compassionate way to look at it. And you know what? I think that's... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's a very compassionate way to look at it. You know, I mean, the only way to heal all this division we have in this world is really... Once social distancing is over, to really start to give people hugs. And not even just physical hugs, but mental hugs, you know? We're all just trying to get through the shit. We're all on the same page. <laughs> I you know? agree. And the same could be said for any president. Exactly. President of Israel, the Prime Minister of the UK, whoever. Hmm. Well, he goes on to talk about the, uh, the epidemic and prime ministers. Uh Oh, wait a minute. He says, the prime minister of our government here is a qualified medical doctor and has reactivated his registration as a med- medical practitioner. Now That's talking, interesting. Is there a different prime minister in Ireland? Yes, Mike. I'm just asking. I yes. don't know. It's called the Tosich. 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 T-A-O-I-S-E-A-C-H. Well, we need to look up where Rudy is from to see what part of Ireland he's from. Uh-huh. To see, like... It's not a big place. Oh, okay. It's a tiny little island, comparatively. Sorry, Rudy, I'm not trying to insult you or anything. I'm, I'm, I'm unqualified to, to, to discuss it. Same thing when you talk about Wales. Mm. Americans, do we know Wales is its own thing that's part of the UK, the mm-hmm. United Kingdom, but it's not part of England. Isn't that where Tom Jones is from? <laughs> I think you're right. I think so. I think you're right. And not W-H-A-L-E-S, the sea mammal, right? We're talking about W-A-L-E-S, yes, the Wales. land mass. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, thanks, Rudy. Yeah. Good point. Good on you. And hopefully uh, hopefully things get back to normal for you, dude. Uh, we heard from Dominic from Long Island. Dominic. Oh, yo, yeah. Dominic. And Dominic was kind enough to send us an audio file, which we rarely ever get. Never. Never. It's the first one ever. Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. If you would like to send us just a little, you know, keep it short and sweet, as my mom would say. No more than three minutes. Yeah. Short. So, uh, Not your first take, that's five minutes. Do like your second or third take that's pared down to three minutes. Dom heard... The podcast, John, that you and I did, where we talked about New Box One, uh-huh. which was the the well, the failed Kickstarter, right? Uh, I mean, it's still there, right? 
But it's it's controversial about it's controversial the way that, and uh, it, it was handled and the communication yes. problems. Uh, we're not going to talk about it. We talked about it. We end right. like we said our piece on it. If you want to go back to a pr- few episodes before this one to hear it, but this is just someone's take on it. Uh, I'm not going to play all of what Dom sent, but I want to play Dom because I know because when I say to people like Paul in the UK at mm. Analog Wonderland, mm. do I have accent? Like he doesn't answer me. He just chuckles because it's. He thinks that your accent is so extreme, but he ain't heard nothing <laughs> till he heard Dom. Till yeah, he hears Dom. Here's a little bit of Dom. All right. All right. Anyway, I love you guys. Keep up the uh, the, the great work you do on the show. What show? To be safe. Thanks, Dom. Mm. Appreciate it. I, pre- I appreciate him keeping in touch. Right. And his name is Dom. Yeah, you read that. It's that's a, nice, a classic. It's a nice Italian a, name. It's a beautiful name. You don't hear Dom anymore. Dominic. Dominique. Uh, wow. Chiociola? Chiociola? The best I ever heard. Is that heard. how you say it? Yeah, I Chiociola. So. Uh, Dominic Chiociola. It doesn't our, get more Italian you remember our friend Tim Fitzsimmons from the Comcast days? Tim. Yeah, Tim Fitzsimmons, yeah. You shot a few jobs with him. I think I shot, shot his, his wedding. wedding. Tim Fitzsimmons, he, he kind of talked out of the side of his mouth. He, he had the best story. He married an Italian-American girl, yeah. and he is Irish. Right. And Tim does not translate to to Italian name. No. So his father-in-law called him Dominic. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. He's like, That's yeah. the go-to. Be, he would say, he'd be like, yeah, you know, my name's Tim, and my father-in-law's calling me, hey, Dominic. That's funny. It's hilarious. No. He's in the family now. Hey, you're in once you're in. Exactly. We you're heard from in. Mike Sherman this month. Oh, yeah? Shaq Mati. He gave That's us all right. those treats. Oh, Shaq Mati's like number one best candy guy. Shaq Mati. Shaq Mati. Shaq Mati. Mike Sherman is his name. All this is, is caused by UFOs. Yeah. <laughs> Super number one Super best number candy one guy. best candy man. Number one. He sent us the Kiss Lego, everything. Oh my god. He really is into Ferrania. Film Ferrania P thirty. Yeah, it's beautiful. Do you like I that still stuff? have a, I still have three rolls. But left. have you seen any results yet? Yes, of course. I shot two or three rolls. It's like super dig it. It's like for it's it's, it's nice and thick. It's heavy, yeah. Nice yeah. and thick. Exactly. Nice and thick. It's heavy. It's heavy. It's a little heavy. We also heard from... Uh, yeah, what did he say? What did Shaq Mahdi say? He just wanted to say tick? It was um, tick. He sent us a link, which... I could try to put the link up on the screen if mm. for folks watching. Like, like everything we ever record for the podcast, the audio podcast... This is not the first time we have attempted the video podcast. No. We have a few failed attempts. Why were they failed? We got two con- we got lights and cameras we had and three had cameras edit. going at the mad. same time. It was so mad. This might be easier. Even if we're in the same room, we sh- we could use this. It says do- double check did you get the Kiss stage Lego? Mhm. Along with the snacks. Now, uh Yes, we did. We donated that to a Kiss like someone who's going to be part... A piss fanatic. Yeah, it's going to be part of a collection on a shelf. Yes. So thank you very much. And when I gave it to him, he just about pooped himself. <laughs> he had no idea it existed. He was thrilled. It went right next to his Kiss Pops. On his shelf, he has all, he has all four 
Kiss albums, the solo albums. Yes. And in front of those are the Kiss Pops. And now he will have the Kiss uh, Lego f- minifigures to put in front Does of Does he have children? Yes. His kids must rank on him for being into Kiss. No, they're cool about it. Okay. They're into cartoons. Depending He's on also your pre- into comic books and stuff, so they're, they're two boys. It's a very testosterone-filled house, so... And we talked about the comic books made with real kiss blood, right? <laughs> yes, supposedly. Okay. <laughs> real kiss blood. Yeah. Kiss, I'm told, is a big rock group on some level of music, appealing to that portion of the population that finds its collective voice changing and reads comic books. Speaking of which, Kiss is going to have its own comic book soon, featuring the four strangely attired and hairy fellows to be printed by Arcata Graphics, printed in, if you believe everything you're told, in real Kiss blood. To that end, Kiss flew into Buffalo today, yes, with a plane, a Brinks truck bringing a little white box, in which were, you guessed it, four vials of real Kiss blood, which were summarily dumped into some printing ink for the old comic book. Isn't that wonderful? It's great. It's great. Perfect. Uh, we also had a letter this show, what show, from Warren Michael. Warren Peace. And he says, <laughs> I want to check in with you guys. Very uncertain time we're going through. Indeed. Mm, Indeed. Hats off to everyone out there. By the way, here in the U.S., I think it's at 7 p.m. or 7.30 in New York City. Because mm. New York City is, is like, a, like ground zero. Everyone gets out at window at like 7 or 7.30. Yeah, is that amazing? Yeah. And sings, claps, yep. applauds all the workers. In, in the UK, and... they do it at 8 p.m. Just to be different? No, they, I think they did it first, actually. Oh, is that right? I think so. Well, it's, it's like British TV. They do everything first. Exactly. They're on top of shit. Yeah, they are. But, you know, hats off to, to really, to everyone uh, who's who's doing their, doing what they're doing. Or And hats off to the folks... That that are quarantined, that are sitting home, the folks who have We're lost actually their, obeying the quarantine. Yeah, and if you're lucky enough to maintain your job, yeah. If you lost your job, I mean, just have amen, have amen. hope. Really, just, it'll 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 come out. It'll, yeah, wait we'll, wait till it's over and and comes out before you start thinking bad thoughts. Yes, wait bad till thoughts. it plays out, please, please. Thank you, Warren Michael, for sending this. Uh. He talks. I mean, he talks about some things we talked about already, which is how will this economic downturn affect film? Mm. And we we don't know, other than probably, we, but we don't know how yet. Yeah, we don't know how it's going to affect anything. Have you spoken with uh, Phil? Uh, the the darkroom.com dark room? is still still operating. But I mean, how's his supply chain? How's all that. I'd have is to be able him. to access the chemicals? Is, yeah, I'd have to ask him. It'd be that. interesting. I mean, that's for me a concern. Yeah. Because I love that guy. Yeah. And I would hate for something to happen to the dark room. We're talking about Phil and Keith. Yeah, Keith Swan. Uh, Trev. Yeah. Um, over at thedarkroom.com. Tracy. Joe in the lab. I just found a, a bunch of photos that I took when we were out there. Oh, year. very nice. Are they on the Flickr Joe, yet? Joe sitting back there <laughs> working. Joe in the lab. Yep. Yeah. Phil and Keith and some of the workers behind the scenes. Yeah. And the same thing applies to, to other. Like if you go to Dwayne's photo in Parsons, Kansas, they're, wow. they're currently closed. Oh, really? I mean, as of this recording. Dang it. Um, what about Clark photo? I didn't check in with Clark. I have to check in with Clark photo. 
but they're still putting like, on metal. I re- <laughs> I received email regarding our motion picture services because we offer yeah. processing right. and scanning, and currently you're still doing it, right? We are, and luckily uh, our lab partner uh, in uh, for color negative film is still going, and black and white processing, and now E6 ectochrome processing is all done at FPP Owen McCafferty Lab. Oh, no kidding. We've picked up the slack internally. He's set up a lab. Yes. Oh, great. Yes. That'll keep him busy. Yeah, we have been doing... That'll keep the little fella busy. <laughs> it's going to kill you. <laughs> Why? Anyhow, we got to go. All right, yeah, we got to wrap this up. Thank you, everybody. Uh, you... So when I, you know, I say, hey, it's the Film Photography Podcast, and we're sponsored by... You. Mm. We're sponsored by you. Thank you. We're here for you. Film photography, motion picture photography. If it's on a piece of film or coated on a piece of plastic, glass, or tin, we're here. Tin. Tin type. Oh, right. Yeah. So. Tin. Yeah. (laughs) Nice and tin. Nice and tick. (laughs) Tin and tick. I'll tell you, if we go to a video podcast, yeah. I could like stream in all like the commercials from the seventies. Oh, like we talk great. about all these pop culture references because John and I grew up in the New York area and we were exposed to all these things, like the ragu commercial, mm. where it's a guy sitting like an Italian guy and he's like, "It's nice and tick," <laughs> which would be considered racist today. It probably would. It would raise eyebrows. But for those sure. commercials live on. Yeah. What was that? Um... The guy about, uh, he's like, Mamma mia, that's the summer spicy meat the ball. Yeah, that one. Remember that? Right. Was that for Alka-Seltzer, I think? Because he, uh, oh, he ma- ate maybe. that spicy meat the ball and he got Hajita. So he had to take Alka-Seltzer. And then there was that show on Broadway. I think Danny Aiello was in it. It was like, just hitting him. It was like, take human bites. Oh, yeah. What, I remember what, that. What uh, what show was that? I don't know. That? That's interesting. Take human. Like, like the show, these these. Yeah. And of course, this is the classic. You know, the guy who's promoting the classic albums. Oh, the the British band. Yeah, it's like it's like eighty four opera greats, <laughs> right? Twentieth century time life collection. That's right. I have those. I have forty three opera classics. Really? Can I borrow those? I can have them. Oh, I would I was, like that. I'm going to sell them on the bay. Yeah, for a dollar. So podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Yes, indeed. I have no idea if this experiment... We do all these experiments with video, mm. and the people at home listening to the regular podcast, yeah. the audio, like, no I don't even know what they're talking about. Exactly. I never see no video. Ain't no video. It's no video. You're good with film, not video, Mike. Let's face uh, it. Let's face it. So we're going to see you next time. We're going to have more shows thanks to you. Please consider being a super mm. subscriber. Go to the site, hit donate. We're on the Instagram, Film Photography Project. We're on the YouTube. Mm. Please subscribe. If we, re- if we get up to 30,000 subscribers on the YouTube, we're going, <laughs> going to unlock our student films from the vault. Oh, my God. <laughs> As we say every time, subscribers do, 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 yeah, do start going down. down. <laughs> I'm, I'm unsubscribing when I get home. And I just got a call from the track man. He wants hey. in. You know, Trackman, I went down to Florida about five years ago yeah. and recorded a FPP with, it was me and the Trackman. Really? Yeah. Did you air it? Yeah. It's part oh. of the show. What show? Yeah, this show. Oh. So we're going to see you next time. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.